Hi, this is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. To all of my subscribers, supporters, and my lighthouses, I want to thank you all for your continued support. And as always, thank you so much for your consistent love that you give and you feed and you pour into me. Because of you, I am able to continuously pour out to all of you and more. To my new subscribers and all of my new listeners, and if you are just so happen to stumble by on this audio series, I want to also welcome you. Thank you. And I hope that you pull something from this experience that assists you in your evolution going forward. Now, I'm going to get right into it, guys. Oh, as I've stated to you, since the beginning of this week, this energy shift is amazing. I am feeling so grounded, so calm. There's so many things going on around me. I'm receiving so much confirmation through my dreams. As I've stated to you all, if you all are not familiar with the um, guidance energy guidance that I provided to you all during the full moon in Pisces, please go back and listen to those, um, those per elements. You don't even have to listen per particular element. I suggest you just listen to them in general, because I promise you there is something in each of those, um, signs that will speak to your situation. Watch how your life has manifested and look at the things that have occurred and unfolded and been revealed to you that were spoken during that time frame that have already begun to harvest just two weeks later. This is an incredible time. This is an incredible time for transparency, honesty, authenticity, and really get into the root of the things that matter the most to you. During my meditation, um, I kept feeling forgiveness and safe place, right? And I've always been told that I provide a safe place for people to be extremely vulnerable and people to be honest and people to be able to express themselves in ways that they would normally not do so. Um, part of this was because I have a lot of male friends and a lot of my male friends who are truly platonic friends feel very comfortable with their inner thoughts and their feelings and things that they would not typically express to anyone, let alone a woman. They feel very comfortable in doing so with me. And a part of that is because I have such a loving, nurturing, accepting spirit but I'm also very honest. I allow people to be authentic because I want them to be able to receive themselves the way that they want to be received. So even if I don't like your authenticity, even if I don't agree with what and who you are exuding your, <clears throat> yourself to be, I am absolutely 100% going to provide you an opportunity to be yourself because I never want to be in a situation or in any type of environment where I am forced to limit who I am authentic, authentic wise, just to fit in, just to belong, just to be a part of anything that's going on. So I say all that to say that in my dreams as of recent, I have had a lot of 
dreams that just really just to me didn't make any sense. I didn't understand the meaning of them, but I remember them very vividly and they're coming. The things that are going on in the dream, I'm receiving confirmation in the flesh, in physical form that is confirming just how aligned I truly am with what God is allowing to happen, not only to me and for me, but for those that are around me. And it is a very potent and beautiful time. During my meditation, I pulled three of my reminder cards and one of them was goddess Demeter, who is the goddess of harvest season, goddess Seredwin, and she is the goddess of the moon, astrology, um, magic, and things like that. And then goddess Mayotte. Goddess Mayotte is the goddess of truth, justice, and balance, right? She is an ultimate, almost equivalent to the high priestess. She's very, very balanced, very, very structured, very fair, but also stern when she needs to be feminine, when she needs to be very beautiful, very stoic, but also a complete balance between masculinity and femininity. And all three of those goddesses literally coincide with what, what's what season we are all in. We just entered into the autumn equinox, the new moon that is coming up on the 28th in Libra is the harvest moon, which goddess Seredwin falls right into that as well as goddess Demeter, right? This is all collectively coinciding with what it is I have been preparing for, what it is I have been saying and and sharing with you all. Goddess Mayotte, all about balance, which is all that Libra season is about. Libra, the element Libra is an air sign, but it is absolutely about balance, bringing structure to your life in so many different ways. Now, what does this have to do with balance, forgiveness, and providing a safe place? Well, in order for you to be able to put, to provide a safe place or to be a safe place, you're going to have to have balance in your life internally. You're going to have to be at a place where you are able to welcome things that you may not agree with, things that you may not like per se, things that may be totally opposite of the arena that you are used to, but you are completely okay with people being who they are. The only way that you can be in a state of non-judgment is if you are able to accept people just as they are. That's what being a safe place for others is all about. It's not about being quick to critique. It's not about being quick to judge someone because they don't come in the packaging that you think they should, or they're not operating in the way that you think they should. Um, We're always quick to put that steel arm down when we feel like someone needs to be disciplined. But tough love is not the only love that you can provide to someone. And that is that is something that I learned on my journey of evolution as well. Some people need tough love. It's just like when you have children, you have I have I'm about to have four nieces and nephews. Right. I have one nephew that is absolutely Oh, his spirit is incredible. OK, he he's his spirit is just so pure and just incredible. He he is 
definitely a big part of my heart. Okay. He also is more outgoing than my other nephew. That is also just a bundle of joy, just so freaking sweet, but he's shy, right? So where in areas I may have to be kind of tough on the one on my oldest nephew, because you know, he's a little, he's, he's a little more active. He's a little more outgoing. So I may have to be a little more stern when it comes to certain things as he gets older, but I don't have to show that same type of sternness with my other nephew, who's already a very shy, um, he doesn't want to get in trouble because he does. And, and mind you, they're very young. So I'm saying all of that to say you, you love, you train, you groom, in a way that is not monolithic. You're having to love in a way that's fitting for the situation, fitting for the individual, fitting for the connection. You cannot discipline every situation the exact same way. And that also takes a form of balance. In some cases where you're in a household and your child is getting into trouble, sometimes they need more than a corner. Sometimes they need more than taking away their electronics. Because if you come up in a household like I came up in a household, we didn't have electronics. Like the only time we got to play any kind of video games is if we went to my cousin's house. And we really didn't even want to play it then because we weren't playing it on normal. So we were always into music and we were always into like we were forced to create fun and enjoyment amongst ourselves because we really weren't into that. So me getting in trouble in school and me having to be disciplined, it wouldn't have done, it would have done no good at all for you to say, let me take away your Xbox or let me take away your Nintendo or let me take away, you know, you can't go shopping this weekend. Okay. So we don't do that anyway. It's okay. You know, that wouldn't have helped. That wouldn't have helped me at all, but it, it takes a certain type of discipline for me. I needed a little bit more tough love. Right. And as I got older, I became a lot more appreciative of that type of love because that is, that fits my personality. Now, my sister did not need that kind of love. My sister, very sweet, very sensitive firecracker. She's an Aries, but she did not need the type of tough love that my brother and I needed, right? So there's a different type of structure for different type of situations. And when you're trying to become a safe place, it's not even something that you aspire to be, right? It's just something that you are. Being a safe place means that you accept people for who they are, where they are. You're not trying to force them into what you think they should be. And that's the beauty of being able to sit with yourself, ground yourself, look at yourself, be able to create a true, authentic picture of who you are, because who you are determines how you see others. It doesn't always mean that what you attract is you or doesn't always mean that those you're connected to is a reflection of you. Sometimes those that are around you are sent to you so that you can look deeper into yourself so that you're able to see the parts of yourself that you either need to heal, you need to forgive or you need to evolve from. For some, there are boundaries that have to be set up. Sometimes people trigger you to realize that, okay, I need to set more boundaries. I need to make sure that I don't give you full access to me because you don't deserve those parts of me. That's where the balance comes in. 
that's where you are able to really look at everything in hindsight. And when it comes to forgiveness, a lot of times people are like, I don't have to forgive them for doing what they did to me. They hurt me or I don't have to forgive. A lot of times what you have to understand is you can forgive someone without them knowing that you've forgiven them. I can forgive you because I'm forgiving you for me. I'm forgiving you so that I can let go of the betrayal. I'm forgiving you so that I can let go of the resentment. I'm forgiving you because If I don't forgive you, I won't be able to move on. But that doesn't mean you have to pick up the phone and let someone know, hey, yeah, I forgave you. No, I don't have to tell you that. I don't have to release you from your own thoughts and your own fears and your own feelings about what you did to me. I just have to release myself. And in order to release myself, I have to release you from me. But I don't have to. This is not a mutual releasement here. This is me just letting you go and the situation, seeing it for what it is. This is me accepting what has happened and moving forward. And in some cases, it's not another person you have to forgive. It's yourself. It's forgiving yourself for the things that you've done or the things that you've allowed or the way that you've behaved, the way that you continue to be, the way that you speak to yourself. The way that you've neglected yourself, the way that you have disregarded your feelings and you have walked over your own beliefs and you have ignored those signs that you've seen that you know you needed to take care of. Things that you have avoided and disregarded about yourself, sometimes that takes a different type of forgiveness. So there is definitely a balance that's needed in all areas, because in order for me to be able to forgive someone else, I have to first be able to forgive myself because something in me made me feel I deserved that type of treatment. Something in me made me feel I deserved that type of commitment, that type of connection. It was okay that even though it didn't make me feel good, I stuck with it because I felt like if I settled for it long enough, eventually they would get the point and change. And that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. You cannot disregard yourself in order to make someone else love you. You cannot overlove someone into loving you. You cannot overcompensate and overcompromise someone into respecting you. You cannot overexert yourself in areas in hopes that people will give you what you desire until you set boundaries and you actually are able and willing to walk away from anything that does not match your effort, period. There is a time where you have to compromise in a relationship or anything, because remember, you're two different people coming together as one or three people or four people, whatever type of relationships you're into. But for me, it's just one. Okay. So the Whatever type of relationship you are in, there is a balance that's needed because you're not able to be 100 percent all the time. So that's where your effective communication comes in. That's where you're effective compromising. That's where we are able to balance on your days where you're performing at a 30. I'm able to perform at a higher level. Because I'm able to give out more that day. But what about the days where we're both running on empty? We're going to have to have a safe place to go to to recharge and refuel. 
But if neither of us feel safe enough to be able to do that, then where do we go then? And that's where the toxicity comes in because I can't, I don't have a safe place at home. I don't have a safe place with my partner. So now I'm going to go outside and find a safe place elsewhere. And if I can't find a safe place with another being, then I'm going to go into other things such as overspending, over sex, sexualizing myself, um, drinking too much, eating too much, overindulging in areas where I need to have control and balance. But because I'm out of balance in certain areas, I cannot control how I proceed going forward. And that is a very, very, very toxic cycle. And that is where you come to this place where you have to sit with yourself and you have to say, okay, okay, I have to create a place where I am truly feeling at home. And for me, a Cancerian, my home is is everything to me. As I've stated, my home is everything. Cancerians are crabs. And a crab, if you notice, carries its home on its back, sort of like a turtle, right? We can crawl into our home. We're taking our home everywhere. If I'm not at home internally with myself, doesn't matter what space I'm in, doesn't matter how nice the place is I stay. If inside myself, I'm not at peace, I don't feel safe, I am not going to be in any type of balance in my real life. Like I'm going to be absolutely out of order. And so you have to look at yourself in a space of a scale, especially at a time where we are entering a new season of our lives. We are entering a place where being out of balance can cost you everything. You're in search of the ultimate and abundance in all these different areas. And you're looking for fulfillment in areas where you're lacking because you're not able to sit with yourself and create that safe place that you're looking for somewhere else. This is a time where people have to go in. This is a time where people have to be able to say, you know what? This is what I want. This is what I deserve. And this is what I have right now. So what needs to go? What needs to change? What do I need to move around so that I feel like everything is a little bit more structured and I'm at a little bit more peace than I am today? Because if how you feel today is the same way that you feel next month, then you're not doing something correctly in your life. And it has nothing to do with those that you are attached to. It has everything to do with what you attach yourself to. It's not about what anyone else has done, what anyone else is saying, what anyone else is not doing in your life. It is about what you are doing and not enforcing for yourself. Creating a balance, creating a a state of peace and happiness and euphoria, it starts with you. But you're not able to do any of those things until you're able to create what it is that you truly want. And you can't create what you truly want until you decide what that looks like. What is that? You can't say, oh, I want to be happy in a relationship when you don't know what a happy relationship even looks like for you. Your only representation of a happy relationship is in comparison to what someone else's relationship appears to be. But you don't know what no one else goes through in their relationship. So what you are attaching your happiness to is an illusion. 
So you have to be able to sit with yourself. You can say that, oh, I would be happier if I'm a different weight, but you are comparing yourself to what someone else's healthy weight looks like. And then a lot of times what they appear to look like healthy wise is not healthy based on their body structure. And it won't even fit for yours. So you have to sit with yourself. What weight makes me happy? Sometimes it's not about the scale. A lot of times it's not about the scale. What instead of in search of, oh, I want to be 150 pounds. I want to be 130 pounds or whatever the case may be. I want to be I want to feel better. So what weight or what do you need to do to make yourself feel better? What foods should you eat to fuel that energetic force opposed to let me lose 20 pounds because you can lose those 20 pounds and still be insecure. You lose those 20 pounds and you're still unhappy. Those 20 pounds, you still don't feel confident. You can say, oh, maybe I just need to change my hair. You go, you get your new hairstyle. You still lacking something. You still don't feel sexy enough. You still don't feel like you're attractive enough. Because it's something psychologically that is not clicking with you emotionally that's causing you to be mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically off balance. So you have to be able to sit with yourself and be able to create first mentally what it is that you are trying to create in the physical. And then once you realize what that is and you write that down and you create a plan for that, you actively each day walk in it actively each day are literally preparing for the ultimate of what it is that you're saying you desire. That takes effort every single day that does not happen in 24 hours. That does not happen in a week. Harvest season is all about what you are, what you are planting. This is a a reaping season for the harvest you've already sown. And then you are in preparation mode because it's just like picking your crop. Once your crop is, let's say you grow greens, you have a garden and you're growing greens. You're going, you're picking the greens out of the garden. While you're picking the greens out of the garden, you're also sowing more seeds. You're putting more of your collard and mustard and turnip seeds into fertilized soil, healthy soil. So that when the next season, when it's time for that harvest, you will have everything you need and it will be groomed. It will be nurtured. It would be in good, healthy soil. The greens would be just as good as the ones you're picking today. That is what you should look at your life as. This is harvest season, meaning this is time to pick up and reap everything that I've already planted. And it's time for me to re-sow. So that affects you in more ways than just finances. That has to do with emotions. It has to do with your physical relationships. It has to do with um, everything that you connect yourself to. And I must say this. I don't know why I'm feeling urged to say this, but for all of you women who are in your fertile myrtle days, be very, very careful because during this season, there are a lot of pregnancies. This is a very, very, very intense high fertile time. So if you don't want a baby, be very careful. If you do, this is the perfect time to try. Just saying. I don't know why I needed to say that or who I needed to say that to. As for me and my uterus and my eggs, she is on lockdown. She will not (laughs) be birthing anything. Okay. 
Nancy thing in the summer of next year. <laughs> you could bet that, okay? But no, just just be very careful. Um this is this is a beautiful time. This is a very beautiful beautiful time because you are able to really connect with where you see yourself aligning to. The energy again is feeling amazing. Guys, please please soak it all up because once this full moon in Aries comes and then we are hit with the full moon in, I mean, a metro Mercury retrograde in Scorpio. Listen to me. OK, OK, this is going to be listen to me. OK, I want y'all to just stop whatever you're doing and just really, really listen to me. OK, if you know anything about a water sign, as you all know, we just came out of full moon in what? Pisces. Scorpio is a little bit different. If you listen to the elemental guidance energy doses that I put out and I talked specifically to the Scorpio and the Cancer and the Pisces and the Scorpio, the Scorpio is a lot different than the typical water signs that you think you got the depths of the emotion in the water, which is a very mutable sign, Cancer. That's the cardinal sign. That's We're in a cardinal Libra sign now. So we're very much so in the take control, get it done type of energy. Okay. Then you have a very mutable sign, which is, I mean, you have the very, um, yeah, the very mutable sign, which is Pisces. Pisces is a very adaptable, you know, really good with maneuvering through whatever it is that it's dealing with. Very emotional, but yet very, 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 very swift and able to flow through, right? Able to adapt to its surroundings. But you come to that Scorpio. Scorpio is very fixed. What does it mean when you are a fixed sign? When you are a fixed sign, you are damn near unmovable. And to be an unmovable, emotional, very, very, very possessive, yet very mystique sign at a time when you are literally going to be retrograding, which means everything is moving very, very slow. So I'm having to feel very, very, very deep emotions that are very, very, very stuck that I can't just brush through. I have to sit in this because it's a fixed sign. So it ain't moving fast. Come on, guys. Listen, this energy right here is all you want to plant as much and get as many things as you can done, resolved and finished before the end of October comes or mid October comes because you do not want to be caught up in the middle of trying to get things out the way and you are in the midst of an energy that is stuck and emotional in the midst of the holiday season that is very dark and sad and all this. Listen, I'm trying to warn you. I am a Cancerin, a triple Cancerin with a rising in Pisces. So understand when I tell you, <laughs> I understand the depths. <laughs> of water and I understand the depths of how it will affect you if you are not used to your emotions if you are, are a person who runs from them a person who hides from them a person who doesn't typically like to feel anything you like to just get it over with and done and you're more logic okay 
I'm telling you, you better deal with the hard shit now because you, you're going to have to deal with it one way or another. And remember, because we're closing out a cycle of 10 years of our lives, everything is intensified and everything is more powerful and everything is going to make you feel whether you want to or not. So the best thing to do is to do what you could do now. Feel all this love and energy. Mend the things that you need to mend. Create that foundation that you're needing because that is what's going to carry you through to November. Okay. I'm just trying to help you out because I want somebody to help me. <laughs> just trying to give you some help. Okay. But no, this is very beautiful energy. This energy feels amazing. Um, there are a lot of shifts. A lot of transits are happening. A lot of things are, are going on. But again, this is an energy where... It is about creating balance. So whatever makes you feel overwhelmed, whatever makes you feel stressed, whatever makes you feel like it's no equal give and take, this will be the time where you'll feel a lot of optimism into removing those things and getting those things out the way and replacing them with things that are really, really, really good for you. Okay. So I'm very happy about this. I feel really good about this. I feel like everybody is going to be in an incredible space. Yes. There are a lot of things that are going on. Please try not to get distracted with all of the bullshit that's going on around you. Trust me. Trust me. I've literally had to remove myself from social media. I've had to, I can't watch my TV. I, I don't listen to a lot of music. Like I, I listen. Trust me, everything affects my mood. But when I get confirmation that I'm on the right path in the most rare ways, I have to stick to that because I'm telling you, synchronicity, God speaking to you through your dreams, your energy is flowing, you feel really good, stay prayed up. Watch what you're eating. Take care of your health, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health and physical health. Any way you can get to move in and move around and get yourself active, do so. Have those conversations that are needed to be had to give you the peace that you need. Create that safe place for yourself to be yourself. And then in return, you'll be allowing others to feel comfortable to be themselves with you. OK, so I am, again, super happy, super excited, thankful that you all are continuously rocking with me. I really, really, really appreciate it. I am super excited. I just got texts yesterday that were showing that um, this audio series was well, a podcast, I guess, is it was on the front page of Spotify as a featured um podcast to listen to. So that's really, really cool. I don't even listen to it on on Spotify, but um, obviously a lot of, a lot of my supporters do. So I'm very happy and very grateful and thankful. And I am super excited that you all are loving the content. That is what's most important that my spirit is resonating with who it's supposed to resonate with and you all are connecting to it in a big way. So I'm glad that I can help you. I'm glad that I'm used as a vessel. I hope that you continue to take something from this and continue to share it with your people as I continue to share it with you. I love you all. This has been your daily dose of energy. I hope that it gives you a little pick me up and makes you happy and content and gets you through your day until tomorrow. This is it. Talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.